Hey, one more thing before you go. Have you ever heard of Akashic Records? How can we access our own personal Akashic Record? Can we connect with our spirit guides? You guys have heard me talk about it countless times. I talk to mine every day. How can we let that benefit us in our daily lives? Stay tuned. We're going to answer all these questions and learn all about Akashic Records, spirit guides, and more. And we got a really special thing going to happen that I'm excited about. I'm your host, Michael R. Hurst. Welcome to One More Thing Before You Go. My guest in this episode is Leilani Lucero. She's a mystic and Akashic Records practitioner, an energy healer, a medium, and a coach. Leilani's love of people and learning, her strong intuition, her sharp instinct, and her incredible gift of channeling has helped her understand the human psyche. She is uniquely skilled at recognizing how others can let go of what's limiting them, heal, and transform their lives. Everything about what this podcast is about. She guides others to heal, see their raw truths, claim their power, and find the inspiration and clarity they need to create divinely guided magical possibilities in their life. At her core, Leilani believes that in aligning with our highest selves, we can make better choices that lead to an extraordinary life, which is what we all want. Welcome to the show, Leilani. Thank you, Michael. I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited about sharing your journey, how you got here, and what you bring to the world. I think that we all like to know what the possibility is and what exists for us in life. So thank you for being here. Yeah, it's it's um it's an incredible privilege to be able to share what I get to do in service of healing and I get to I get to connect with people like you and we get to spend time in this way so I'm very grateful. Yeah, I I I I love Obviously, I love what I do, but I, I mean, I love taking the opportunity to help motivate people, inspire people and educate people and give them a positive path forward. And I think that that's what we're going to do today. But we do. We need to learn just a little bit about some stuff like like about you. So can we can we have a conversation about like uh, where'd you grow up? Yeah. Um, thank you for asking. I grew up in the Bay Area in California. Um, I'm a Bay Area native, and I lived there for many, many years before I moved to New York City and then D.C., and now I'm here back in California, but this time in Southern California. I'm in San Diego, and um, yeah, it's it's been quite a path here to where I am today, not just physically, energetically, and um, yeah, I just, I feel very grateful because I actually have a um, a history, um, a career history in tech, in uh, talent acquisition in tech. And so to be where I am today, doing what I am today is something that um, it's just, it's just a really, it was divinely led and spiritually guided. And um, I'm just really grateful to be able to do what I'm doing. It's an interesting background from, from that perspective. How, what, what, when did you first know that you had these I call them gifts. When when did you first get, did you did you have it as a child? Did you grow up with it? Did you how did you first realize that you had this ability to be able to understand our our spiritual side and, and our spirit guides and things like that? Um, it's an interesting question because I always felt 
other, and I was always connected. Um, at a very young age, I felt spirits around me, but because I was young, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know how to conceptualize it in a way that felt safe for my little young mind. Um, and so I was a little bit in fear of that and I tried to ignore it and push it away. Um, and as I continued to get older, um, things would just intuitively, I just knew things. I knew when things would happen. I knew people, I knew outcomes and possibilities of scenarios. I knew, when things would happen for me and when they wouldn't. Um, and then only recently, actually in the last couple of years, uh, when I left, well, I left that long career in tech, I decided to take a class to learn more about the Akashic Records. I've always dabbled in uh, psychics and clairvoyance. I've had readings, you know, since I was the age of 18, 19. Um, and yeah, I, I took that class and it just really opened up a world for me that I was shown and it, it unearthed um, the gifts and the way in which I meant to serve and the way in which I meant to help heal and transform and bring people back to themselves. Um, and it happened very quickly from there. The first uh, session reading that I gave somebody, I was kind of like, is this real? What's happening? I'm just being, cha I'm channeling all that's coming through for me, um, for, for the person I was giving the session to. Um, and then I tested it and then it kept coming and I just kept getting more and more uh, deeper, uh, into it. Um, and I, yeah, it's just been beautiful. I've always been very spiritual. I've always been very deeply connected to, uh, the spirit world to a higher power to source, but it's, it's typically up until the last few years been very private. And now because of the gifts that I've unearthed in this way, I have clearly gone public with um, my spirituality and um, my aim and my goal is to continue helping clients all over the world, which I do and uh, provide a new experience, a level of service that really helps them look within themselves at a, in a different kind of way, in a unique way, in a, in a spiritually connected divine way and provide them with deep healing, provide them with um, transformation, provide them with magical possibility and show them that um, there's so much more available to them at any time. What an amazing opportunity to connect with Mother Earth and the spiritual aspect of life and how we all are connected at such a point and in that manner. So I'm 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 jealous. I'm in awe as well. I <laughs> you know to be given these gifts is an amazing opportunity to help other people move forward in a very positive way. Now I, I can only imagine how self satisfying it is for you. It is. And it's beautiful because there is no place for my ego, my ego, right? Because it's not me. I'm channeling in a reading session and I'm connected by divine in grace and in love because the foundation of the Kashuk records is based on love. And so, you know, when I first started doing this work, it's like, okay, are they going to come through? 
you know, like, and every time they show up and every time they come through. So every time also after a session, uh, when I close out a session, I'm still so high, vibrating so high from it. And it takes me a while to come down sometimes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very beautiful because while I have this gift, it's not mine. You know, while I have this beautiful gift that I'm able to serve others in a way um, from my heart, I, I am meant to serve and I am meant to give. So the more I give, the less mine it becomes. So again, the ego is really not involved and it's, it's really beautiful. That's very beautiful. That really is beautiful. I know sometimes we let our egos get involved or right and put a roadblock up in front of us. And yeah. I'm glad that you that you that, that that's not there. That's a really good thing. I'm also very grateful because as children in today's society, the majority of us, as children in society, when we start seeing spirits or we start seeing that aspect of life, society quiets that. Yeah. You know, and, and you allowed it to grow and expand to a point to where you have that connection. And that connection is is again, like you said, the gifts that were given to you, you share that with the world. And that's what an amazing opportunity. I feel so good about that. I'm glad we have this conversation. Well, let's, let's learn a little bit about Akashic Records. I'm familiar with the name. I'm, I'm familiar with what it is, but can we help others, the, the viewers and audience, understand what Akashic Records actually mean and how they can benefit us by knowing what they are? Yeah, so the Akashic Records, as you know, it's basically an energetic repository in a higher dimension right in a higher level of consciousness and each person each entity every person every like every everything has an akashic records and within this energetic repository library if you will um it houses all of our past incarnations all of our present incarnations all of our emotions, our feelings, our uh, potential possibilities, any um, uh, patterns or limitations, anything and everything related to you is within your Akashic record. And so the best thing to do is to be able to utilize your Akashic records for deep healing, for clarity, for guidance, for truth, so that you can feel empowered and aligned and in your own uh, powerful authority as you move forward, as you go through your healing journey, as you, you know, align with your purpose. Um, and so there's so much available within your Akashic records and people typically haven't been aware that they, one, can have access to this or, you know, two, that they can go to people like me um, who can open up their records and provide them all this beautiful guidance, truth and healing. And it's it's pretty incredible because, um, you know, I think a lot of people in the last however many years have been hearing more about it, which means that it's in the conscious collective. And so it's, it's definitely, it's available for you. And I just really urge you, especially if you're feeling like you're going through a hard time or a hurdle or need some clarity, you're going through something situational or you're trying to move past your shadow self, right? Because right now what's going on in, in the conscious collective is that we're all being forced to look at our shadows. Um, so much of that's happening 
right now, right? We're in Mercury retrograde with all the, um, with eclipse season, with all that's happened after the pandemic, we're really forced to look within ourselves. And so utilizing Akashic records to move through, move forward for our higher self is, is it's really incredible and it's a magnificent tool. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that we have the opportunity to, I know I use opportunity quite a bit, but I've learned through my lifetime that there are opportunities that are presented to us and we have a choice to take the opportunity or, or sidestep it and, and, and not take the opportunity. So this is an opportunity for us to have a better understanding of ourselves, where we come from, our spiritual side of life, and, and to be able to connect that all together to see what our path may or may not is supposed to be, would you think? Yeah, I think that... There are things in our life, and I, I come from a belief that we have our soul contract. We have decided before we reincarnate into this human experience what we're meant to learn, what we're meant to grow from, um, the people that we're meant to meet. Like me and you were always going to meet in this life. It's beautiful that it happened in this way, you know? And so sometimes those contracts aren't typically easy. Living a human life isn't easy, but our main purpose is to be in joy. Our main purpose is to be in love, you know, coming from a place of love, being in love, being, you know, loving yourself. It's, um, and so finding those ways to get back to that, you know, at, at different, um, in, in, inflections in your path and different impasses in your journey, um, utilizing the Akashic records definitely helps, helps provide that, um, alignment. Now, if I can ask for some clarification, are Akashic records pre-written as an, our destiny, or is that something that accumulates as we grow through each time? I believe in reincarnation. I believe we are souls that continue to live, that we live past lives that we do more, you know, when we leave this one, we come to a next one. So is that something that, that, and this is just to educate people, is that something that, that is already pre-written, like a, a destiny, or is that something that could be changed? How does that play into that, may I ask? Yeah, my belief, and this could be my own, because everything that I'm working through is my truth, right? It's what I know to be true. And so while there's this, um, these records, uh, this energetic library on the higher dimension, we're, we're currently living out these timelines. So, and we're all, we all have sovereignty, we all have agency, and, and we can heal things. So as we make changes in our lives, as we heal through things, we can reorganize, we can realign the Akashic records. And because it's energy, energy is constantly moving. Energy is constantly changing. It's ever flowing. And it doesn't happen quickly, right? There's divine order. There's divine timing for things. Um, and because, again, I believe in soul contracts, when my belief and my, my truth is that when we end this life and we decide whether or not and how we want to reincarnate into the next one, we're writing it at that time. So, so while right now, and a, a lot of people, we all refer to it as past lives, right? But the actual term past life isn't technically true. It's an easier way for our human brain to actually conceptualize it because 
what's really happening is that we're currently living these so-called past lives at the same time. <laughs> I, I've heard that. Sense? Yeah, I've actually heard that, that we, we really kind of live them simultaneously at, at the same time. So the re deja vu is... It's real. It's kind of it's that, it's real. real. Yeah, it's real. You're moving through timelines and you're like, oh, I've experienced this before when really you're experiencing it right now, but in a different timeline. Yeah, it's amazing. And it? it's, it's kind of... I mean, it's bizarre. Yes. It's beautiful. And it's amazing. But sometimes a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, all of this stuff can get really weird if you think about it, right? Because, again, we're humans and we want yeah. our logical minds are so brilliant. We want to conceptualize everything, right? But, again, when I speak to I know what my truth is and I know what I'm connected to and somebody else might have a different truth but they also might be just as connected, right? And I love that, and I respect that. Yeah, that's, that, that makes us who we are. Exactly. From a soul perspective, it, it really yeah. makes us who we are. This is, yeah, this is fantastic. Um, I, how do spirit, now, I, I, earlier before we started talking, I was telling you I believe in spirits, spirit guides. Um, I, I feel, and I talk to mine every day, yeah, in fact, they're probably going, golly, he's doing it again? <laughs> <laughs> no, they love it. They love it. Uh, you have one, you have one right now behind you, like cheering you on. Yeah. Very, I mean, very dominant. Sure, yeah. sure they're not holding up a sign saying, could you please tell him to stop? <laughs> no, they love you. <laughs> they love uh, but yeah, I believe in spirit guides. How do, how do spirit guides help us? How do we understand how to connect with those spirit guides? And how do they relate to Akashic Records, may I ask? Yes. Uh, beautiful question. So... We all have angels and guides that are assigned to us, and I believe that we have our main team. We have spirit guides, angels, loved ones that have passed, um, ancestors that you may or may not even know about. And um, they sometimes during situational events, during um, instances in your life, hard times, or for specific types of uh, problems, like if you're going through a financial issue or you're going through a relationship issue, you may actually be um, have another type of guide to help you through that particular thing. And so with that said, you can uh, call them in, you can talk to them. I think the most important thing is to actually speak to them, to have communication, to um, if you're unsure and you've never, you know, worked or talked to your guides, you're not familiar with who they are, you know, say, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Like, can you show yourself to me? What's your name? Have this conversation with them. Sometimes it could be through automatic writing. Um, sometimes it could just be like, you know, that voice in your head. It could be out loud, whatever it is, but become familiar. Have this conversation with them. Allow them to present themselves to you. And the best thing that you can do is ask for assistance. Ask your team of guides for assistance because they're not, they're not able to intercept, come on in and like interject and help you without your permission. So I think that's a lot of uh, what people aren't aware of. To best utilize our guides, to best utilize um, the resources that are available to us is that we have to ask for help. We have to be in communication with them. They need to know what we're going through, what our hardships are, and what exactly we're looking for so that they can help us. 
Yeah, that's that's an amazing way to express that. I, I, but it's it's a situation. I've never done that. I've never actually asked what their name was. You know, but Tell I do. We, I should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we get done with this, I I think I'll try that. Um, but yeah, I've never asked. I've never asked it. But I do reach out to them uh, on a daily basis every night before we go to bed. But I say, ask my angels and guides to put a white light of protection and healing over the home, and and in doing so, it becomes natural. Doing yes. it every night before we go to bed, and you know, we're going someplace. We're going on a trip. My kids are going someplace. They're going on a trip. I always ask angels and guides to to kind of protect them or put a white light of protection in around them. So, for those of you out there watching and listening. It's really easy to talk to your angels and guides. It's, yeah. From my perspective, I think that it's, it's just, you just have to start talking. You know? Yeah. It, That's beautiful about the protection piece. I want to elaborate a little bit more on that because I think a lot of people, especially when you get into work like this, um, and what's happening right now in the collective is kind of insane, right? The energies yeah. are just like all a lot over. Of dark, a lot of dark energy. Right. The veil is very thin, so things can get through. Um, so it's beautiful that you do that at night. And also what I would like to offer is to do that first thing in the morning, call in your angels and guides, claim that you're going to have an amazing day, ask for blessings to be bestowed upon you, ask for little miracles and protect yourself, have a little protective golden bubble around you so that nothing can come in. I also like to use Archangel Michael to cut any cords, to help further protect. He's an amazing Archangel. He, he is a no-nonsense Archangel, and he's here to protect us and to guide us so he can also cut any cords, clear any, any low energy, anything, and um, create and help sustain that protective bubble around you, your family, your home. Um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And you can also call these guides, um, specific guides for anything that you want. If you want like, um, a specific angel helping guard the perimeter of your house. If you want, you know, an angel to help you when you're going on travel, if you want, you know, a bank account angel, if you want, you know, like you can call them in for different things and they love that. They love being in constant, um, communion with us. I, I appreciate what you just said because all of it, I'm going to have to check on the bank one. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it is interesting because we've, we've called on archangels and I'm, I just want to express this so that everybody understands that how easy it is to be able to do from that perspective. I, we've called on archangels to help even our kids. Uh, our youngest daughter was looking for a job and she was applying and applying and applying. And there were some jobs that were perfect, some jobs that were not. And, you know, she was still having issues and we called upon archangels in order to help her get what was what was meant for her and when we asked that archangel to to provide for her what was meant for her and give her the guidance and the support and the help you know she was able to land a job that she's absolutely happy with and the, she gets treated so well and she's ecstatic for being here at this job and she's thriving with it so it's that simple i just want to emphasize what you said it is that simple you just have to ask you know, yeah. and you don't necessarily have to understand even your your guardian angels or your your guides names. Although I don't know mine, I I, I just I, I don't have to know my name. I mean, I'm going to try to find that out in here in a little bit. But when it, to everybody else that's out there, you just need to ask, and you have help available to you, which I think is from a spiritual perspective, it, you'll feel that envelope you. You'll feel it wrap around you. You will feel it 
affect you in such a positive way. I think it's a that's a that's a great conversation. Thank you. That's a great. And it, it's beautiful um, because you bring up a very good point about, especially if um, people sometimes feel alone in this world, right? Uh, you may have lost loved ones in the last few years, or you know have hit a rough patch in some way and don't feel like. Um, others understand or empathize with where you are and just know you're never alone. You are never alone. You have your angels, you have your guides. They are always loving you, supporting you, holding you, witnessing you and all that you are. And um, yeah, it's just beautiful to be able to have that through some really hard times. If anything, please know that, you know, please know that, um, there are so many resources available for you. There's the Akashic Records. There's, you know, your angels and guides and connecting in that way. And yeah, it just, um, utilize them, utilize them because it's available for you. What an incredible, incredible validation. I, I think that, they, you know, to let people know that they're, they are not alone. That's a good, great way of putting that. I really appreciate that. For so on, on a, a lot of different levels. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I know that when you first started understanding and learning um, about Akashic Records, what was your first introduction to Akashic Records? Did a guide come to you? Did an angel come to you? How did you first learn about Akashic Records in particular? Um, I didn't realize that I was always accessing, that I had that connection until I took a class from my mentor. Um, I, had a, I had a reading session with her maybe a year or more prior to taking her class. Um, and I took her, la her class just to deepen my own spirituality. I was very connected to who I was and my guides and my angels. I just wanted more. I just have this intense, I'm a seeker. Most of us are that are in this space. And so I just wanted to deepen my understanding and, and learn more. Um, and so I took this class with her, but I realized, and we all have hits of it. We all have hits of accessing our records. And sometimes, you know, some people will say that's in a form of a download, you know, you get this creative, inspirational something that just you're like, oh, I should do this. I should move forward in this idea. Or, you know, you may have this intuition, like I shouldn't drive down that street and go down that road or, oh, I should reach out to this person. I'm just thinking about them. And during these times, it's like this energetic holding of something bigger and it's within the records because everything is within the records that you're accessing. You're accessing, okay, reach out to the friend because they may need to hear your voice or having a rough time or don't go down that street because, you know, you may have just missed an accident that, you know, hasn't happened yet or whatever it is. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a, I, I think that, that for, at least from my perspective and what I have learned and what I've felt and what I've practiced, it is an, it is a, it, it, it's a gift to each one of us that we have the ability to be able to reach out when we need it. And, and if we learn to listen, mm -hmm. there's the Italian portion of me. If we learn to listen, <laughs> you know, and open our hearts, I think that uh, we, it gives us the, 
the it will give us a better well-being, a, a personal well-being that we know that we're protected, that we know we have something for someone near us that will allow us to be safe or put us in the right direction or nudge us in the right way or listen to the whisper in our ear so that, you know, we in, and learn to recognize that. So we all have the ability to do that, right? Yes, we all have we all have the ability to access. Some people may have a deeper sense of being able to do it and can do it right. for others. And, you know, um, but what's amazing is that we can it can take practice it can take intention um but also with everything you should have intention right um being connected uh creating that mental space because you really want you don't want your mind to get involved once your mind gets involved it just you know not a lot of good things happen when your mind get involved and your ego's in the way right so yeah, just allowing that to just kind of wash through. And if you meditate, going into deep meditation, um, and I can take you through the process of what it looks like to go into the records, um, the traditional way and the process. And Michael, I would love to open yours if you're if you're. I, up for I, it. I am up. I am up for it. I would be ecstatic. Okay, so I could take take your listeners um, through the process. So. With your permission, with my client's permission, there is certain uh, information that's required, you know, um, basic information, your full birth name, your birth location, your birth date, um, your current name. And then uh, what I typically do is I'll just go through like a quick grounding, clearing, breathing exercise to make sure that we're dropping our energies, that we're clear, we're able to receive. And then I'll say a pathway prayer. And I don't always say a pathway prayer. I do it for new clients. Um, sometimes it's easy. I could just like connect in and here we go. Let's, let's start. But it's nice because it also helps just drop the energies. And I feel like it's a beautiful way of uh, both of us attuning to what's available here. And typically I have clients come in with questions that they want clarity on or guidance on or truth or healing or possibility. And sometimes I have clients that don't have any questions and they're like, I just want to check in and what's here for me now. And just know that every time, um, whenever you're in session, whenever we're in a reading, what comes through for me is meant for your highest good at this energetic time. In this time and space, what comes through here? So, you know, just know that things change. We move through energies, you know, like six months from now, you're not in the same energetic space that you're currently in. And you have agency and sovereignty to make changes to, to move through it. My job is to give you what is meant for your higher self so that you can heal, so that you can feel grounded and aligned and open to, to the possibilities. And that's also what's really great about the Akashic Records is that there is that healing component behind. It's not just like a typical psychic reading of like, okay, if I, you know, go do this thing on this day is it gonna drop like five hundred thousand dollars into my account you know it's like there's a healing component and that's what's beautiful because we're we're shifting and changing and co-creating this energetic space so that 
you feel that you are seen, that you feel that you're loved, that you know that you're provided for, that you know that you're an abundant divine being and your only purpose is joy. And so every time you are being directed to like a possibility that brings you to your purpose of joy, to your purpose of love, to your purpose of healing. And so, yeah, you can ask questions at any time given, you know, during our time together. And then, yeah, how's that sound? You want to go in? Sounds fantastic. I'm really excited about getting involved. I got this really warm feeling all over. (laughs) Great. great. So I'm just going to ask us to close your eyes. Feel your feet on the ground connected to the earth. Feel your back straight, taking a deep, soft breath in through the nose. Audible exhale out loud through the mouth. Deep, soft breath in. Audible exhale through the mouth. One last letting go breath in. And just feeling yourself dropping into your body. Feeling yourself allowing and surrendering what needs to be surrendered. Being open to what's here. Feeling yourself connecting to spirit. And when I say spirit, uh, source, the divine, God, the universe, whatever, whatever term you want to use, just feeling yourself connected. I'm going to go ahead and say the pathway prayer to access your records. I call upon source, divine masters, angels, guides, loved ones, star councils, and keepers of the Akashic records. I ask that I be one with divine truth and perfect integrity and alignment as I access Michael's Akashic records. Through grace and love at the highest power and with the deepest gratitude, I ask for divinity to pave the way. Okay, Michael, your your records are open. You can open your eyes if you'd like. And there's just, there's so much love for you here. Yes, you have your guides here. There's three guides that you have. Your main one is male energy. Um, he's like, he's right behind your left shoulder right now. He has a very, very strong presence. He's excited that he gets to introduce himself to you by name in a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, he's excited. They like that. They like knowing, um, there's, uh, it's beautiful because what came through for you, um, there was a dog that you had when you were a young boy, um, And it was like your best friend. He just, he like followed you everywhere. Like you would get in, you were the type of kid that got into hijinks a lot. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. bit. (laughs) Yeah. You got into some trouble. You got into some hijinks 
you could be really sneaky, but that's what made you really great at the job and the career you chose. Like you were, you know, it was all leading you to where you were, but your dog, what was his name? Does it start with an O? Uh, I had I had two dogs actually. One was a German Shepherd dog, and one was a little Schnauzer. Is a little Schnauzer guy? What's his name? That was Penny. Okay, her name Penny. <laughs> and the German Shepherd. I don't remember the German Shepherd's name. I was just very young. It's it's Penny. Like she's like. What's our adventure today? Like she would follow you around because you were also. You also had a very active imagination when you were younger. Um, you created scenarios in your mind of how to begin these adventures. It was like Michael's adventure for today. What is our adventure for today? What are we going to get into today? And she was like your little, you know, in, um, in uh, like superheroes, there's always a sidekick. Like she was your sidekick. She was like, okay, let's put on the cape and go. You were always a very curious kid and you're, that's still who you are. Your uh, love of um, everything possible. You love, like you love um, being surprised because nothing really surprises you especially like anymore, like you're so connected that you're like not surprised because you know in a bigger, higher power. So like you love being surprised and it's little subtle things that surprise you sometimes, like how a person can just out of nowhere sh show kindness or acknowledge, like those things tend to surprise you, but like the bigger, grander things don't typically surprise you. And you are, yeah, you are that, um, you were that kid and you still are within you. There's a very playful little boy within you still of like, let's go on an adventure. Let's go discover the world. I got my backpack. Let's go. That is <laughs> and, correct. <laughs> yeah, there's so much about you and that's why you were so good at what you did as a police officer that's why you were so good at like you can um face anything and be ready for anything at any given time and be open and curious like you know um in that role you have to be able to be open you can't be closed-minded because then you don't see things you miss things and you've always had this as a kid like oh i can see like the whole periphery of what's happening around me even though there's this big thing happening in front of me like you're like oh that cool thing that's happening over there and those kids are doing that thing over there and it's like oh my god my mom's saying this thing and this is what's for dinner and she's telling me this over here and like my dog like you were so good at still being present and open and available to everything that was around you and that made you so good at your job and so good at being human they're saying they're saying like you're so good at being human because you have this insatiable curiosity where it keeps your mind and your heart open always like you don't close that off even when you dream you dream like big big things like like really like things that people would be blown away for if they thought about in their real waking life <laughs> like you feel I have, like I have very very vivid dreams yeah 
And it's very busy dreams. Yeah. You're going through, um, you want more right now. They're saying that there's something that you want more. And while you're so fulfilled in this work that you're doing in your podcast, it's like, okay, what's next? Cause you don't rest. You're not like your mind. You're so, um, your mind is so brilliant. You're so intelligent, but also you, you match that with the emotional, um, capacity to, to feel and to be. And so that's, they're also saying as an aside, this is really good for people because that allows for a more quicker connection to spirit. Like you've always been connected. It was been ingrained in you by your mother and your grandmother, right? To be connected to spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's something about your grandmother, your grandmother's coming through. Um, I would have to ask which grandmother from your mother's side. From mother's side. Yeah. Um, is she not from here? My, my grandmother, if you're from going to the grandmother, my mother's side, she has since passed many, many years ago. Um, from here, you have to define what you mean by that. Well, I just see her. I see her in curlers. I see her in the kitchen cooking. Like I see her in like be, a moo-moo. That would be my grandmother Trig. Yeah, like I see her in her moo-moo cooking with her curlers. Like she's got a bit of sass to her, you know. Like yep. you gotta you gotta wipe off your feet and shoes before you come to her kitchen. Like <laughs> that's yeah. the vibe that I'm getting. Yep, that, was, that was her, yes. And I, let's just see what message she has for you. Um she just likes witnessing you. Um, there's something about TV. I don't know if you guys ever used to sit and watch TV together. Uh, we did. I mean, it, it's, I've always been, I'll say fortunately and unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, since a child, I've been interested. In fact, I, I probably would have been an actor if I wasn't a cop mm-hmm. because I love to create or director. And, and, and creating from that aspect of it, creating those stories where I do me a filmmaker. I want to be a, I want to be a filmmaker at an early, early age. So TV and, and film and the aspect of everything, uh, yes, it was my escape. Mm. Yeah, I see you two um, just watching TV together, like even old Westerns. Um, you liked you liked the you like the good guy bad guy like those kinds of plots you know mm-hmm. um, because for you it went deeper it goes deeper into darkness and light evil and good evil versus good right like this idea of like um, something so contrast can actually exist yeah you know and that's it's so interesting okay. Do you have any questions, Michael, that you I, want? I do. I'm, I'm at, a, I'm at a, a point in my life where I'm determining whether or not uh, I have some blockages in regard to moving forward on several creative projects. And I, I'm not understanding why I have those blockages on those creative projects because I reach a certain point on them and then I get uh, muddled um, with stuff. And I don't know if it's a success failure from my father's perspective or whether or not it's something that's within myself. It's a little bit of both. Okay. 
So there's one project that doesn't feel like it fits your energetic space any longer. It doesn't feel like you're passionate about that. And it feels like it's okay to let that one go. It's okay to just let it go. It doesn't mean you have this idea that if you don't finish something to fruition, that you failed. That's That's not, that's not true. Just because an idea hasn't gone to full conception and out there in the world as you initially intended does not mean you failed. Because sometimes you get very hard on yourself about failing. There are things in your life that you feel very strongly and um, heavy hearted about um, and wish some things were different. And spirit just wants you to know that um, everything about you is so beautiful and so, um, perfect. Like we're all perfect. And the voices in your head about how harsh you can be to yourself sometimes does mimic your father. And that's, that's why you asked that. So it is tied to him, but it is also tied to other past lives that you've had around, Um, high achieving, around not finishing to fruition, not being successful, being told that like, you're nothing, you're not smart. Like your biggest fear is that like, somehow the world will see that you're not smart, which is so far from the truth. (laughs) Like you're incredibly intelligent. You're incredibly emotionally intelligent as well. Like your brain is so brilliant and like you see things in ways that people don't, other people don't typically see things. And so to go back to the projects, one, let go with grace, let go with love It's a beautiful idea that you got to dream about and you got to work on and it's okay and enough as it is. So that one you can let go of. There's another one that, um, yeah, you're not moving forward because you are scared of what the result will be. Will it be received in a way that, are you looking for financial backing? I'm not looking for financial backing. What I'm looking for is the freedom for my wife and I and my kids to do what we want when we want. And and okay. it is a situation that from a financial standpoint, um, it's kind of, it it is, but I, I guess I should just say this out loud. The reality is, is, is I, 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 I need this to succeed. And and I desire this to succeed because I think it's the right direction in going in that direction. And if and I know that what I'm creating it can benefit other people in so many ways. So in regard to that, I'm I am wanting to make sure that I'm on the right path to continue with that direction to give us the freedom to do what we want when we want. You are definitely on the right path, but the language needs to be tweaked. So they're like spotlighting the need. You don't need this to succeed. Your heart desires it to to thrive and to be successful. There is no need. Like the your safety and the safety of your family is not predicated on this to succeed but 
your desires and the potentiality of what it means for your family is riding on this. And so what they want you to do is shift, shift the thought that it needs because spirits like we hear you. We know, we know how much this means to you. We know how important this is. We know, and we know how far it can go. Like it's going to go far. It's really going to go far. It does feel when they ask about the financial backing, it does feel like, is this something that like a product or a service that you will need investors for? It, 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 no, actually, this is something that I can create myself that I'm in the process of creating myself and has the potential to uh, become larger than what it is right now and continue to be successful as we go. But I've never created something like this before. And um, it's something that I'm kind of going, okay, well, I'm doing this, but am I good enough to do this? Yes. Yes. Yes, you're good enough to do this. Yes, this idea is amazing. And they're pointing back to, again, this financial backing because it does feel like you are meant to actualize it in a way where you have an investor. They keep pointing me to, um, this is something that people want to invest in. And with that backing, you feel more aligned and um, more like the threat of the need isn't so much there, but the threat of allowing because other people believe in you. The financial piece is already in place so that you can just move forward and you don't have to think about about it so much as needing as opposed to like, yes, we get to do it. So yeah, they keep pointing me to that financial backing. It's, um, if that's something that you haven't looked into, please do because it feels very, very fruitful. From that perspective. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that because it's, it is something that, you know, we always, and this is just for everybody, you know, we always have this innate within ourselves when we question whether or not we're taking the right path in regard, especially something that we feel the, the security and the well-being of ourselves and our family mm-hmm. is reliant upon that success of something. So there's always that little bridge. Do I cross that bridge or don't I cross that bridge? And in this particular case, it sounds like I have the opportunity to cross that bridge. I just need to get rid of the word need (laughs) and listen to my heart. And um, it's not about opportunity because you're going to cross the bridge. Like I'm seeing you, you're crossing the bridge. bridge. You're already on it. You know what I mean? You're already on the bridge and you're the type of person you don't go backwards. You don't go back. You continue forward momentum. Um, again, they're going, they're, can, can I ask you something really quick? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I may have already had somewhat of the financial investment within this because I, and I'll explain this to you after we're done, but okay. I may have already had some financial investment within this to help me propel in this direction. The hesitancy was to whether or not it was the right direction because this this was given to me in such a way, again, which I will explain here in a little bit, but it was given to me in such a way that it gave me the tools that I need in order to cross that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's more and they want to get into detail and it sounds like it'll be a little bit maybe... Um, more offline because it it does feel like there was a condition 
that was presented to you in that opportunity that didn't really quite sit well. And that's kind of why you walked away, which was the right thing to do. It feels like moving forward, they're saying there's another opportunity that's going to come in for you that feels 100% right and aligned. That will be what you want to move forward with. So trust, trust that you know to be true because you've been making the right steps. Don't allow yourself, like it's the five, six, seven, eight-year-old self that's being told by his father that you're not going to amount to anything and that, you know, like you're stupid or whatever. Um, don't let that voice come into play. Don't let that voice dictate either your drive to do it or the pullback to, um, to not move forward in a certain way, because that has also been part of your drive to prove him wrong in a lot of ways in your life. Right. And so they're just pointing to paying attention to uh, like the language that you speak to yourself, um, the ways you speak to yourself, the ways you potentially may limit or how the intention behind the drive, like the word need, like um, that remembering that, um, you know, those patterns of not enoughness or not worthy enough, you know, not letting that be and just believing and knowing that what you are putting out there will serve not just you and your family, but so many other people in such a beautiful way. And it's meant to be out there and staying in that vision is like, part. yeah, that's and, and, and in reality, I mean, I understand that from that perspective because what I'm trying to create, I'm not just, I'm not just doing it for the money. Yes. I'm doing it because I want to be able to to inspire people and motivate people and educate people. That desire is within me. I want to create something that people are going to learn from. People can take that and say, improve themselves and, and, and do so without, you know, without spending a fortune or, you know what I mean? It, it's something that I, I'm, I'm not just doing it because, oh, I can do this and then, yeah. wow, I get rich. I'm not looking to get rich. I'm looking to help other people, but take care of myself as well. That's why it's going to work. Because if you were looking to just get rich without a beautiful, loving intention behind it, those things never work. That's never like works. a hustle that yeah. falls flat. You know, that's like, no, all of your intentions are in the right place. Your heart is so big too. And that's in the right place. And like, you're doing this not just for yourself. You know, and that holds true. Yeah. Do you have any other questions? It feels as though you have, might have a little another side project. And you could just, that one you can hold. So does that answer the questions around the projects? It does. Okay, great. It does, it yes. does. Um, I do have another question. I don't know how this would relate to it, but it's always something I've been wanting to ask. Um, I lost my father at a young age, number, mm, yeah. number one. So within that regard, um, I... It, I also lost my grand, it, it's a whole big story, but I'm trying to phrase this in such a way. So because of family dynamics, it was a situation where um, my grandmother on my father's side lost communication with us kids. Yeah. And it was due to Again, dynamics. I won't go into detail for everybody that's listening, but 
um, within that regard, I found a letter from my grandmother that I never got until after my mother passed away, actually, and didn't know it existed. And I have felt guilty about that for years because I did not want my grandmother to think we abandoned her. It, it, and I don't know if that's something that could be answered with the Akashic Records or not. Yeah, but it's a situation that I, I loved my grandmother on that on my father's side. And your father, your father is the Italian. Is your father? Uh, Where was your grandmother? There, there, there's another. <laughs> there's another thing. We'll have to get off when we go off here. I'll, I'll explain it to you. But the possibility exists. My father was Italian, because it may not be the father that I thought I was supposed to. That was my father. Um, so keep that in mind. But uh, yes, there is, there is that. I, I need to know that my grandmother knows that I loved her. Oh, yes. It's there. It's there and she's here. Um, do you know what she looked like? Uh, yes. Does she, she have dark, dark hair? She had dark hair, yes. Yeah. Long, dark hair. I wish um, she had kept it up quite a bit, but um she feels she feels italian <laughs> you know it it's it's yes um she feels sicilian she's saying she's sicilian <laughs> that's she's oh that's me. funny no wait yeah when we get when we when we close out I'll, I'll go into more detail with that i don't want to divulge too many personal okay. personal she, issues with that but uh yes you hit a mark there so okay so she's telling me she's like she's dark-haired beauty she's calling herself a dark-haired beauty she's saying she's sicilian that blood strong is strong in her she knows um that there is nothing that you could have done to have changed the situation and she wants your heart to feel at ease because all she wanted was to for you to know that she loved you. Same as what you want. And um, everything, she's saying everything, even with your father. And there's other people in the family, other siblings in the family. Like everything um, kind of just becomes okay after, you know? Like you reach that point on the other side where really you're just in divine energy, divine love. And you're coming, you're home and everything is love. And what you wish, what she's showing and telling me is that from the other side, she's like, it's all love. It's like you are love. And um, I don't know if she had a nickname for you. Uh, like if there was a nickname but I was so very, I was so very young that I, I don't recall a nickname, but okay. the last time I'd seen her, I think I was probably nine or 10 years old. Um, was you know, she used to call me master Michael, mm. like instead of Mr. Master, you know, it, it, which is yeah. the old way of, of addressing a young man. Yeah. But, um, and, yeah, and, she's very strongly. <laughs> And, you know, and I, and I find that interesting because that message is not only for me, that's for everybody that's listening or watching out there, is that, that what you're saying is that on the other side, there's always love on the other side, and that love is expressed back to us. And, and so I appreciate that message not only for myself, but I appreciate for others out there that are seeking the same information or the same 
the same aspect of, of the same question in regard to their own lives. Um, so thank you for that message coming through. Yeah, what they want for you and all of others listening is to know that your ancestors, your loved ones, even those that you haven't met, they're all cheering you on. They all want you to feel good, to feel loved, to be empowered, to be authentic, to be home within yourself, to love who you are, to come from that place. And so you may not even know it, but they're also like giving you blessings and like, you know, throughout your life. And they're here. They are here. Um, she's here. Your other grandmother is still, like, she's the one that popped in in the beginning very strongly. The one cooking with her. side. Yeah, the moo moo and the curlers. Um, but yeah, this grandmother is very strong. Um, she was known where she comes from. She, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, it's very beautiful. We can get into it more, but yes. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate all of that. And again, the message I appreciate as well. The last part of that message to everybody is that the that it does exist and that you can all rest assured if you've lost somebody that on the other side, love comes through. So I be, I'm happy that I can share that and that you can share that message from the other side. Yeah. Even with um, loved ones that you've had a really hard relationship with during uh, this life, um, you can feel close to them after their passing in another way because they are in a different energetic space. So that also comes through. And of course, that's also a choice if that's something you want to do. Right. You don't have to, but it's available to you. It's available to you. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Very cool. This was amazing. I, I, I thank you very much. I, you've opened my eyes and my heart and my soul. I feel, re, I feel warm and fuzzy all over. <laughs> but I'm so glad. I'm going to go ahead and close your records now, Michael. It's very important that we do that. So you're not lingering out there in the ethers. So just take a deep, soft breath in. Audible exhale out loud. Thank you, masters, teachers, and loved ones, and all of Michael's ancestors that came through and all of his guides. His records are now closed. Okay, your records are closed. That was an amazing opportunity. That was an amazing session. I, 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 I am very, very, very grateful that you, you, you gave me this gift. Um, I, I'm looking forward to playing this back for my wife. I think she's going to, she's going to be, uh, uh, amazed, excited, and uh, then she's going to want one too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love being able to um, provide whenever I can. And um, it just so happened that for me and you to meet in this way, it was always going to be this way. So here we are. Thank you so much, Michael. Your energy is beautiful. Well, I, I appreciate all of what you said and the fact that, you know, it. it's interesting how and I wholeheartedly believe this. She said we were meant to be, and we were meant to be together at this time. And, and I, I believe in that wholeheartedly. I think it, and I've said it before in some of these other episodes that I have had discussions with, but you really validate that for people, is that some the people that come into our lives um, come into our lives for a reason, whether it be positive or negative, because we always gain something from it, and we can learn from it. We can move forward from it, and it makes a connection to show that we are all connected as a whole in humanity in that we are all one and connected to the universe and to source. And so I appreciate that. And I appreciate you validating that for myself, as well as the people that are out there listening and watching, because I feel that, that we all seek that 
We all want that closure. You are able to close something for me. I, I'm, 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 I'm almost on the verge of some tears, but I'm not going to let that happen at the moment. But you, you were able to close something for me that had worried me for so long. I won't say how really old I am. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> but this is media. You know, we're supposed to give that projection that we're forever young. <laughs> But I, but it, it has been, I say, the last time I had seen my grandmother was like eight or nine years old. And that's a really long time ago. And that has stuck, see, I'm getting choked up already. That has been on my mind this whole time. It has been on my mind. It's on my mind all the time. Even though you, people would think, well, that shouldn't be. But in reality, it has. It's always been in the back of my mind. You know, I, I, I felt guilty. I felt bad. I felt sad that, you know, my mother's... It, my mother gave me, never gave me the letter. And, and then I found it when she died in 2010. So, you know, the situation like, wow, she never knew that. We see she probably died of, of a broken heart thinking her grandkids didn't love her. No, you closed she... that for us. And I'll be able to share that with my, sis, my brother, my sister, and I'll be able to share that with them to show them and tell them. So I'm grateful for that. I'm just... That's why I love what I do. I love what I do because I, I'm able to provide so much. And we didn't know what was going to come through. No. Today, we didn't. But I love, I love that you were given this. I, I'm, I'm, I am grateful in also witnessing it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, next time we come on, we got to talk to Elvis. Because <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> that would be interesting. I've never channeled a celebrity from the dead. Uh, Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, i got a lot of questions. Anyway, <clears throat> let's get back to you, a little bit more about you. I'm wiping tears, sorry. Mm -hmm. I'll do that off screen here. That's beautiful. Um, Let's talk a little bit more about you. I know that you know we, we've spent some, some time uh, focused on me, and I really appreciate that. I hope that everybody out there, you've got the opportunity to kind of understand a little bit more of how this works, uh, how easy it is to work, and how uh, the ability for somebody like Le you know, Leilani can do and take you through this process so that you, too, can connect with who you want to connect with and be able to understand where you're at in life and where you can be in life. So let's talk about how to get in touch with you and what you have to offer others. Yeah. Um, so my thing is have a new experience. If you haven't done this before, really say yes to yourself, honor yourself. This is the most beautiful gift you can give yourself. And I do one-on-one -on -one sessions. I have like, on, like what's on the screen. I have full moon healings. I have divine transmissions for around specific dates um, that are, you know, energetically charged, like what's going on astrologically in our collective. Um, I'll do women's circles. Um, I have clients all over the world. So I do sessions on Zoom. We can do it on video. We can do it off video. I do them on WhatsApp. I love doing them in person. So if you're here in San Diego, come find me. We can go to a beach and have a session in, on the beach. But yeah, you can find me on all the things. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And I'm here. So I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you in your healing journey. I'm here to show you that you're loved. I'm here to show you possibility. I'm here to show you that you're magic and that you're connected. So yeah, have that new experience. And your website. 
Website, www.leilani, L-E-I-L-A-N-I, Lucero, L-U-C-E-R-O.com. That's amazing. And I'll make sure that's in the show notes for everybody so that they have a way, easy way of just connecting by just clicking the link. That'll take them right to your website. And you've got those sessions. You've got so many things. You've got a blog on there. You've got so many uh, tools available for people so that they can come to a better understanding of their spirituality and how to connect with the other side. And, you know, we didn't, we didn't get to talk about the mediumship and the mysticism. And <laughs> we have to come back on and we'll do it again. We, you know, and we can educate people from that perspective. Um, but I'll make sure it's all there. Um, <clears throat> Leilani, thank you, honestly, for coming on board and, and for sharing your journey with us and for educating people. And hopefully you've inspired and motivated them to uh, explore the possibility of what exists on the other side. I really appreciate that. Um, this is one more thing before you go. So before we go, do you have any words of wisdom you can share? Hmm. I just give yourself some love today. Give yourself some love. Be a little bit lighter on your heart. Look in and just give yourself some love because you're a divine being and you are so, so loved. If you knew how much you are loved on the other side, you wouldn't think twice about the shit that you say to yourself. <laughs> That's so profound. Give- profound words of wisdom. Love. That's a profound words of wisdom. So, Leilani, thank you very much. And until we talk again, have a great day, have a great week. And and everybody, thanks for listening. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go. Check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform.